episode 213 of the Witty and Gritty podcast. Here we are. Yes, when he said 213, I couldn't help but think of Alex Morgan. But we are not Alex Morgan. We are Broken Farron. That's true. But the reason I brought up Alex Morgan is because the time this episode airs, it might be World Cup. <gasps> World Cup is coming up at the I'm end so of the summer. Excited. Yeah. Hooray! Who's your favorite player on the team right now? You want to say it on three? Want to say it on three? I mean, Alex Morgan. <sighs> Only because you I would feel pick like, the forward. Well, I feel like I have a similar, similar playing style. Not to say I'm as good as her or could yeah, have made it, but similar playing style. But I'm trying to remember That's true. just yeah. the way you reach too. Yeah. Mallory Swanson was pretty awesome, but then oh, man, she blew so me up. And the chick, yeah, the chick that they pulled up to take her spot plays just to me like Mallory Swanson. I uh, can't remember her name, but Sophia Smith. Yeah, I like her too. I like her too. It could be the bubble braids, yeah, giving me yeah. Jasmine vibes over I there. I like it. Yeah, pretty. I am a Julie Ertz fan through My and through. My mom is too, as a defender. Yeah, you play like her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not as good as Julie Ertz. We're like the like the JV squad. <laughs> no, you're like short but mighty. She's tall and mighty. So see, you're just a different size. Compact. Yeah, I'm the fun size version. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, today we are talking about kid classics in our summer series. Hopefully you're turning around this information to your kids and chatting it up with your people. Today we're talking about, well, so far we've talked about the creation, Adam and Eve, Noah, Joseph, Moses, and here we are today talking about Joshua. Lots of J names. Lots of Joshua stories, but specifically we're going to talk about Jericho because that's the kid classic part of it. Yeah. There's tons of great stories in Joshua, but there's that. So context so far, Israelites have escaped Egypt led by Moses. Obviously God's leading Moses, but Moses is like the, anyway. And then Moses and friends, they wandered around for about 40 years, not lost, just wandering in obedience. And then Moses died super healthy, all that jazz, was not sick, but he was at 120 years old. And then he passed the torch to Joshua, and he's like, all right, you're in charge. Peace out. I'm going to go be with God. Bye. So now Joshua's like, so you have some big shoes to fill? I wonder how he's pep-talking himself. But the good thing is, in the book of Joshua, where you can read about all the Joshua things, is God gives a really good pep talk to him in chapter one. So if you need a pep talk, go read Joshua chapter one, where God's like, don't be afraid, be be courageous, be strong. And he says it multiple times throughout chapter one. So by the time Joshua is telling his people this, they're like, yeah, Joshua, be strong and courageous. And he's like, yeah, let's go. Anyway, that's chapter one. That is a fabulous summary. I appreciate all that you do. (laughs) (laughs) The Brook Notes version. Anyway, so now we're going to read, we're in Joshua chapter 6, so homework would be reading Joshua through chapter 6, and this is verse 2, whenever Joshua, God is telling Joshua the things that they will do, and he says, but the Lord said to Joshua, I have given you Jericho, its king, and all its strong warriors. And the ESV says, and the Lord said to Joshua, see, I have given Jericho into your hand with its king and mighty men of valor. All right, so not just, obviously, Jericho is a fortress, and we talk about all the Jericho and Rahab things in our I Am Rahab miniseries, episodes 172 through 187. So if you want all of that, go listen to that and then come back to this episode. 
or listen to this episode and then go to that. That's what I think. But there's, this episode. there's a lot going on, but this is just the short condensed version like you would see in a kid book. Absolutely. Okay, so what are we going to pray about? Okay, so we've kind of touched on obedience already, but I know if I'm walking up to a fortress and I see a whole bunch of people, I might be a little intimidated. Can yes. I answer this mm-hmm. one? I agree. Walking up to a strong fortress and saying, wait, I have this, but you don't have it yet. Right? Yeah. It's a two-part thing. So God says, I've given it to you, and I feel like there needs to be a Here's what you got to do. Uh-huh. So then I'm like, but does, so you are going, it's future tense, God, it's future tense, but not uh-huh. really. You will, it's a guarantee. Yes. If you do this, it is already yours, but it does take that act of obedience, like you said. But maybe what we focus on is following God and being obedient when it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm going to take down this huge fortress with these mighty tall walls, I'm expecting like angels and flaming chariots yeah, to come sure. down and help fight the fight. But right, because you just saw the sea part. Yeah, something big and miraculous. <laughs> You've been following this uh-huh. hot pillar of yes. smoke and a pillar of fire day and night. For and years. so you're like, sweet, what are we going to do? On, bring all the fire. And he's like, I just want you to walk a lap and then come back. Just take a lap. Yeah. What? Play some music. Play some trumpets, just, you know, and he doesn't like to listen to music on a run. But also no talking. Right. Okay. <laughs> and then, huh, just one lap, and then come back home. And the next day, I just want you to walk another lap. And you're going to do this for seven days. And on the seventh day, you'll win. Hooray! And let's say I'm in the Tower of Jericho looking out. I'm like, oh no, people are coming! Wait, wait, they're just walking. And now they're walking away. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I wonder if, like, <laughs> day, like, the next day, they're back, everybody! And then, like, day three, day four, day five. Okay. Steven, shh. Yeah, we know. We know they're coming, and they're just going to walk around. So please don't tell us again. Do not bother us with this news. Mm-hmm. I don't know if his name was Steven. I don't know if there was a guy. Well, I'm, I'm imagining. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Just coming up with a name. <laughs> Sorry, Bradley. Steven. Were there any Bradleys back then? <laughs> anyway, so praying for obedience, even if it's crazy, even if you're being mocked, and then praying to remember God's promises. Yes. I, know, I know this is going to happen. I know it to be true. Please help me just keep chugging along because that's got to be so hard. I think it's combating the logic side of your brain. And so I like that you said God's promises. I was also thinking God's character. Oh, yeah. Because his promises and character are also fact and logic. So it's good to combat logic with logic, even if it seems very irrational. Mm. Read. Oh, sorry. No, but just to reiterate, like you said, too, I don't know how many times we bring up the fact, look what he's done before. Why wouldn't he do it Mm -hmm. again? Yes. Oh, power of reflection. Read, pray, talk. And what you just said about reflection and remembering those things, that is also really good to talk about in your community as well. I know we do this in our group thread sometimes if we're talking about prayer requests or things like that and making a note of just a heads up, guys, this happened today. And it's fun because we can delight in our friends' victories and how God's helping them. And that helps spur me on to continue to pray or cheer people on too. 
I think it's cool too that we've been in community long enough that we'll sh- we'll confide in we'll confide in each other about maybe hopes, dreams, or desires that weren't really on our radar and seemed to be yeah. coming from God. And then growing confident in yes, this is what God's telling me to do, and mm-hmm. starting to see those things come to fruition, not only in Brooke and I's lives, but those in our communities too. So um, they might seem again. Like, how is that even going to happen or be possible? And that's really encouraging when you're faced with similar nudges from the Holy Spirit or opportunities that seem to fall in your lap. Yeah, I like how you've talked about since we've been in community so long that we've we've gotten to experience decades worth of stuff getting to happen and that is still working today. One of our friends, her son is deathly allergic to certain nuts like cashews and things. But over time, he's he's gone to OIT, is that what it's called? Oral immunotherapy, I think. And now his all he has to do is eat some peanut M&Ms every day, and he does not have to worry about that. It's just cool to see that. Yeah, because in that situation, you might pray and say, I wish for this allergy to go away. Yes, take it away. Remove the thorn in my side. Yes. And but we know from Paul. No, go ahead. We know from Paul in his letters, thorns stay inside sometimes, and you've got to learn how to suffer with grace. And so here in this situation, while it might have been um, definitely reaching for the stars to think that a severe allergy would go away, there has, thanks to modern medicine and obviously God who provides the modern medicine mm-hmm. and prayer, uh, there is a way that in a sense his allergy is not a problem anymore. Cool. See? Things like that. It's also like a growth chart. Like when you yeah, start, yeah. you're like, wow, I'm making one line. But you know that after many years, it'll be covered with lines and ages and dates yes. and names. Very neat. Yeah. Read, pray, talk, tell. So with Jericho, with Joshua, hey guys, we're all going to get back out again today. We're going to take a lap. I wonder how, <laughs> how the others must be feeling. Like someone who is just, me and you have talked about it around the campfire that night. Like if he... Tells us to walk around this building one more time. <laughs> and we're just eyeballing each other as we like stomp around Jericho. <laughs> There's probably a better way to do that. Yeah. I, Joyfully. <laughs> Joyfully stomp. <laughs> I think so. And I think it's easy for us who's on the other side and knows how the story ends or how we are familiar with many stories in the Bible. It's easy for us to sit there and say, no, surely everybody was 100% confident and no one was, you know, being mm-hmm. snarky behind the scenes. But... I mean, there's times that I still have doubts after everything God's got me through. So it's, you know, not far-fetched to think that there are some people in the camp that felt the same way. Mm. Um, but I like your point here. It's the, you got to keep showing up and put forth the effort. I added that, like, sometimes you don't see the progress right away. Yes. If we did see the progress right away, I'm speaking from personal experience, I'd probably stick to diets and healthy foods more. <laughs> <laughs> um, just even, like... Man, training to get in shape. If I felt more in shape after every workout, you do eventually kind of get to a place where you might feel that way. But for a long time, you don't really see the results, even though you're putting in the work. You're just only always sore. Yeah. <laughs> when does it stop? <laughs> yeah. When can I work out and uh, be able to not fall to sit on the toilet? I gotta be able to wash my hair. <laughs> yes, that's bad. We're like, oh, failure spot. <laughs> yeah. You get like halfway there, and then you just hope the toilet just catches. Hang you. on. Get the handrail. That's, oh, that's what this is for. Oh, that's why they put this here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not for geriatric reasons. It's because my hamstrings cannot hold my body weight currently no. after all of the squats. 
Anyway. Yes. Shout out to y'all going to fall camp <laughs> in a few weeks. We know you're paying. You can pain. do it. I had a soccer dream last night that I could not find my cleats or shin guards. Oh. And I somehow left them at a mall that had multiple Dillards's. <laughs> and I couldn't remember which Dillard's. And then I was late and I missed the game and it was awful. So many things. <laughs> Forgetting your stuff <laughs> and then leaving it somewhere. But man, oh. the department stores at the mall, they confuse you. You're like, did we come in from this way yeah. or that way? Yeah, they all look the same. What's happening? And you're like, I think we came down the escalator. Mm. And the other person's like, no, we came up. <sighs> and you pass like the fragrant, fragrant, fragrant the section. Like, wait. And they start saying, do you need help? And no. Like, but have you seen cleats? <laughs> <laughs> On the back end of reflection, once those promises come true, flip that into gratitude. So when you're thinking about, oh man, God's gotten me through all these times, thank you God for getting me through this and this and this. And I know you've promised this so that one day I will be able to say, thank you God for getting me through this, which is fun to think about. So I've heard of this book. I haven't read it. So disclaimer, I don't know. I think it's probably plenty appropriate, but... We'll link it anyway. Uh, yes, I heard an interview, and the book title is The Gap in the Game. And the whole premise is if you measure life by the gaps, meaning where you're at compared to where you want to be, that you're going to be very unhappy, unfulfilled, and depressed. Bleh. But if you instead measure your gains, meaning looking at how far you've come, that that will result in more fulfillment, gratitude, and a more happy life for sake of not having a better word. So anywho, I think that when we talk about reflection, that's one thing to just check in with yourself. I think having measures and goals is definitely a very common theme. And if you fall short of your goal or you're not there yet, take a second to also give yourself credit and God for the gains and don't always measure the gap. So not to say the gap isn't real. Not to say it doesn't exist, not to mm-hmm. say we don't wish it was smaller, but if that's your only focus, you might get burnt out before you get to where you need to be. Sage advice, Baron. Well, well done. you know, I just pass these resources on to y'all. Hooray! That wraps up episode 213, talking about Joshua and our summer K-Classic stories. Very nice. Hey! Yes! Do you think they've followed us on Instagram yet? Oh man, I sure hope so. We've seen a lot of likes and saves because your graphics are pretty awesome. I think you're pretty awesome. Yeah, but man, they have to go look for those all the time. That's sad. Mm. How could they save time and just have those images appear on their feed? Well, first you go to the Instagrams and then you open the app and then you go into the search bar and you go witty underscore and underscore gritty and then you'll see our faces. And then you'll see some random things we say on our new, on our feed. Just go ahead and hit the follow button. And that's how you can get some of our stuff in your eyeballs. But wait, there's more. Tell me. It's not just regurgitating. What a great word. <laughs> <laughs> Hairball. Uh, <laughs> the content from the episodes. We also drop inspiration. And Brooke's really good at the stories. I'm going to get my act together and try to get on the Instagram more and show you guys my faces but uh, there's also food for thought and other things that we're experiencing in our real lives in real time so keep up with us stay in our community we'd love to see you there check us out on Instagram well said well you know it was a lot but they're still here (laughs) see you next week bye